Hello everyone and welcome back to Do We Know Them? I'm Lily Marston here with Jesse Smiles for episode 44. 44. Great solid number. Oh. I like I like this one. We just have to talk about the number every time. I think it's just a staple now. Did yeah. you actually know that in um, high school, I feel like I shouldn't even open up this Pandora's box, but that me and uh, my very close group of friends that I have known since like elementary school, we were weirdly obsessed with the number four. It was the ones I played basketball with. And um, we would give each other high fours instead of high fives. Oh, that's actually really cringe. And you should have kept that to yourself yeah, and taken it to the grave. Yeah, that's why I kind of regretted <laughs> as soon as I opened my mouth. But high then four. I was just like, well, it's already coming out and I can't stop it. So I love how people were like, remember the hate comments that are like, Lily was for sure a mean girl in high school. Meanwhile, she was just like, high four. I literally told someone that I might I I have a potential moving situation on the horizon, you guys. Very and I might be moving to an area that is like heavily inundated with horse people and like ranches and <laughs> you are a, horse a lot of person. nature. And literally the guy goes, Oh my god, living out your horse girl dreams. Mm -hmm. I was like, <gasps> Yes. Yeah, Lily's a horse girl. I absolutely was a horse girl. Soon to be horsewoman. <laughs> That's very exciting. But in my culture, we don't tell people things until it's happened. So if any of you are sending Lily negative energy, spit it back onto you. Okay, just wanted to say that. Well, I mean, I need to move regardless. It's just the location it hasn't But been it's determined. a beautiful opportunity. And I just know there's going to be at least one hang there's, bitch There's out a good there. potential. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Miss Lily, with the 50-page Google fave, Doc? Your fave, a mishmash. Not your fave, meaning obscure TikTok dramas, but your fave being a mishmash of a lot of things. Actually, I only have like two topics, but they're kind of uh, multifaceted, if you will. The day before we film, Lily just texts me about 75 times about topics that we're going to talk about. And I love it because she's very enthusiastic. And she'll be like, you will not believe what I just found. And then I'm just looking at it like, all right, sister. At what point she, she used to respond. Now I just don't really expect a response. And then we go to film and I'm like, well, this is what I have. I'm like, sister, Doc. I am wiping my daughter's ass. I don't got time to talk about Megan Trainer. Oh my God. Honestly, I didn't really care about the Megan Trainer stuff, but everyone's talking about no, it. No, it's so. not just everybody he's talking about it mega trainer is being harassed like really bad on TikTok. oh well yeah and honestly for a few reasons but also it is like very much like the epitome of the kind of topic we would be talking about it's megan trainer and trisha paytas getting hate for something like that is exact like yes that is literally like the blueprint of the show yeah um i found it weird that she was doing a podcast with trisha paytas we'll talk about it in a second That's but like insane. she had this all revolves around having trisha paytas on her and her brother's podcast so it's like why? Why'd you do that? Yeah, honestly, it, it's. I feel kind of bad for the brother. I, not really, because he has a great gig set up for him. But um, he kind of is just like there. Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't really, uh, he, he participates in the conversations, but like he doesn't need to be there. It's very much Megan Trainor's podcast. I was going to ask you like, an H3 reference. Is he given? is he giving coconuts in Barbados? Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I have no clue what that means. This guy's mind is blank. He's not even hearing him. Like, he's basically just a part of the wall setting. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's a whole other discussion. I was but... pick, picking coconuts in Barbados. Yeah. I mean, what, what's your thoughts on that as far as, like, people now? Because people... <laughs> the f*** you take? Coconuts in Barbados. <laughs> picking coconuts in Barbados. Do you want to expand on that there? <laughs> he, he's like a talking fish. I think he just points at him. It's like, what's on your mind? Yeah. He's like, picking coconuts <laughs> in, uh, in Barbados. Is that a, I'm trying to see if that's a reference that we just you don't Remember know. those talking fish that would just say random yeah. when you walk by it? That's him. <laughs> coconuts in Barbados. What's on your mind? Mid-conversation. Oh, coconuts. <laughs> anyway. Well, <laughs> don't have time to explain. Uh, uh, is, do you have another uh, analogy you could throw out? Mm, no, that was it. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Basically, we have a few topics. I also have one that involves <laughs> good old Jacqueline Hill. But I do have a topic that involves Jacqueline Hill that we can get into. And we actually do have a possible obscure TikTok drama to tack on at the end if the mood's right. If we don't ramble too much in the other stuff because also you guys we're going to do a deep dive on the glenn powell sydney sweeney rumors slash evidence can you say it with me term. who are those people am i right do we know them no this is where like i feel like me and jesse are always on the same page about like 
who we know for the most part. But then there's, we get to the point of like TV and movies and we hit this like very specific line where there's um, a huge disconnect. And you literally go, turn into like my mom and have absolutely no idea who I'm talking about. <laughs> and I will give you a full IMDb list of things to have seen them from. And they're, you're like, nope. Sorry, what's I think White that's Lotus? really funny because that actually, again, reminds me of H3. Sam from H3, she knows nobody. Like, you can show her, like, Will Ferrell. And, like, well, maybe not Will Ferrell, but she doesn't know anyone in, like, ever, but only knows people on The Bachelor. Like, that's me. You know what I mean? I don't know anyone. And all I watch, like, the only thing I'll watch on TV is Love is Blind. I'll watch, like, Handmaid's Tale and shows like that. But I'm always just playing Fortnite. I have a big recommendation that also you reminded me of for a different reason. Have you heard of jury duty? The task you have it's to... taking the internet by storm. Oh. No, no, no. Oh, the not the action of jury duty. No, I don't know. Well, so this show is so unhinged. I cannot believe it's real. I watched five to seven episodes last night, probably. Um, it's like the Truman Show almost. So it's like, it's a reality show, but everyone in it, they're all actors except for one person that doesn't know it's a reality show. Ooh. And he thinks he's just participating in a documentary. Ooh. And he thinks that he's just like doing jury duty and all this weird shit is happening, including James Marsden is on the jury. Who's that? Oh my God. <laughs> Can I get a picture or something? And that's honestly that? a joke in it because he play, he's like being an asshole version of himself that is so self-involved and he's like listing movies he's been in. But truly he's been in everything. What like has he been in? X-Men, The Notebook. Um, he most recently, I guess, was in Sonic, which maybe you've seen because you have- The Hedgehog? Yeah, he's one of those that I'm like, I've seen you somewhere, but where? And honestly, they play into that because off the bat, the guy doesn't totally know who he is. He's like, oh yeah, I've seen you in, oh, I just saw you in X-Men. Yeah. And then he like comes to find that he's in like literally everything you've ever seen. Why would you think that jury duty could be filmed like behind the scenes? That's absolutely not appropriate and would never happen. The way they do it, I don't know. I, I, he has to be a little dumb, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, no, I'll be and like, it's this so is weird because that's the thing is like everyone has come to love him. He's like America's new favorite person. And oh, you okay, need to watch it. It's so funny because it's so absurd. And you feel like you're watching like SNL sketches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you have to remember that like, oh my God, he's a real person. There's probably so many times he internally is like, this can't be real. What's going on? But you'd also be like, they wouldn't put this much into, like, James Mar like, it's just all so weirdly random and it's Where so is it fucking on? funny. Um, I've been watching it on Amazon. It's, what the fuck is Freebie? Is what? I don't know what the fuck Freebie is, but it's apparently some new aspect of Amazon and that's, I've been watching it for free with Prime. I do like shows like that. I am just like, I reject shows like Yellowstone. Like I'm not trying to watch a bunch of cowboys with around I would never even shit. recommend probably any show to you. I feel like that's where we differ in <laughs> what we're into, but then- But that seems This funny. is such I a- like Weird, this like an, anyone would like. And it's so yeah. absurd. Like I cannot believe they did this to this person. And now it's come out that apparently he's like friends with all of them now. And like oh, they didn't make that. him look like an asshole. He doesn't like come out to be a villain. He actually has like these very sweet, like he's being very understanding and tolerant of the weirdest people you could possibly imagine. Yeah, I think that that sounds like it's up my alley. I just like very non- I mean, Handmaid's Tale is like the opposite of this, but I like usually very like low key, easy to watch shows that are just funny and stuff. Otherwise, I'm going to play Fortnite and I'm not watching shit. By the way, nobody added me on Fortnite. Fuck all y'all. Okay. Not a single well, where, person. Where are you? Where's, how do we watch? What's your streaming? Do you have a Twitch? I've been wanting to do Twitch, but I've been like, I cannot have you guys meet my male cousins. I can't. You guys, can't. I'll be canceled in I a week. I thought you were going to say, I cannot have you guys meet my like gaming alter ego. <laughs> Messy Jesse 007. Yeah. I can't have you meet her either. No, oh, I am. I am so like, I'm like a rager. Like I literally am like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> and you just know the other person on this, like the other side is like eight years old. So that does, you know, but it's not like you're talking to them. You're just talking to the screen. But like one time, like they'll kill you. And when they kill you, you spectate them and they'll play an emote and they'll just be like, like doing like this stupid fucking dance to like fucking Megan Trainer or something. And you're like, fuck you. But they're like eight. 
Speaking of Megan Trainer, <laughs> let's veer this this, uh, this back on course. Ship? Yeah, okay, let's do it. Back to what we were saying earlier. I didn't know that Trisha Paytas was involved in any of this like backlash. I kept seeing like Megan Trainer hating teachers things, but I didn't. <laughs> then someone said something about Trisha. How did you find out about it through her comments? No, I think it was just on Twitter. People had mentioned it, so I didn't really know what it was, and I was like gonna seek out the clip eventually. Then I saw someone mention Trisha, and I was like, wait, what? She's involved, and the person was like, yeah, it's an interview with her. And I'm like, wait, Megan Trainer is like killing it with the TikTok promo with her whole Chris Olsen. Oh, uh, yeah. She doesn't need like random clickbaity view thing. Like it just feels like a strange move. And she's for the most part usually pretty unproblematic, but maybe not. If you know the Megan Trainer lore, it's actually not that surprising because even in the Vine days, she used to like really be in it and like would talk to some of my friends who weren't even very popular Viners. They would have like a couple hundred thousand, you know, followers or something like that. And she would hang out with them and like really want to be with like the group of Viners and like with everyone. Did it feel like a strategic kind of I don't kind know of like... if it was strategic or if she's always just been like a social media enthusiast. Like I didn't really get like a negative vibe or anything like that. Like she even invited one of my friends to like it her It wasn't she was dinner. trying to like get everyone to promote her or something. No. It was just that she liked all the people. Exactly. But... I think she's like someone who if she wasn't famous would just be like a super fan of like so many people on social media and because she is famous she can be friends with them and she's like oh cool or like how uh didn't like Lil Nas X wasn't he like yes, known for yes. he was like a meme shit poster basically yeah exactly I think that there's a lot of people that you know who Who's another one? This one I, I think about like randomly. Like I'll just be in the shower and I'll think about this as if it was like me who did it. But Charlie Puth. So Charlie Puth used to go on like all the popular Viners like Vines and just be like, please like watch my page and stuff. Like there's like a bunch of stuff out there of like just showing him like basically begging people just to like talk to him or shout him out or just like, hey, come look at me. Or like he was just like one of those people. And then look at him. He's I mean, he's insanely talented and I don't take that away from him. But there's just a lot of famous people who are into that type of stuff. <laughs> Side note, there's some like weird clips of him basically thinking he's doing something sexy and like, no, oh, oh God, no. he tries to be sexy um, sometimes. No offense. Um, no, about Selena Gomez, like basically like leading him on and he'll like describe a situation where she kind of maybe let him on a little bit. But the way he describes it is very much like she just wasn't interested. But he tries to play it like she was like such a tease. I've never heard that. I do know. I'm trying to think. I, that, that's the song he has attention is about her. I thought attention was about Debbie Ryan. No. <laughs> I could have pulled that out of my literal asshole. I don't. I, I, don't, yeah, I don't think that they have any kind of connection. <laughs> oh, She's been with Josh Dunn for a while. Why would he write attention about Selena Gomez? Does Selena Gomez don't need attention, girl? She's got enough attention. You just want attention. So like that she was just like having him like, oh, like he was giving her attention. attention. So she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not like. Okay. Views. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, I, he's always, I haven't always gotten the best vibes from Charlie Puth. Like he gives me interesting, maybe Cloud Goblin vibes. I'm not sure. I actually, and I know someone that personally knows him and went to college <gasps> with him because he went to uh, Berkeley School Spill. of Music. I don't remember the stories specifically, but it was not good. <laughs> it was, the, he like was an asshole. I feel like um, all, oh, sorry, the beer fairy came. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, so, <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I don't know. He's, this is not what this is about, but like Megan Trainer, back to her, right? Am I right? We should get back to her because we just went on a Charlie Perth Yeah, train. I know. I'm like, literally, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Editing us, just like, what are these bitches talking about? It's entertaining, it is. Um, Okay, so Megan Trainer has a podcast with her brother, Ryan, who- <laughs> Oh, we're really just gonna do a hard left back off. Yeah. <laughs> Forget Charlie Poop. Honestly, there was nothing really more to say there. But um, yeah, so Megan Trainer and her podcast with her brother. Yeah, it's called Working On It. And I'm going to be honest, I haven't heard it. Do you, have you? Do you know the nature of the podcast? Um, I do not. There's apparently like 70 episodes. And I've seen like highlights definitely on TikTok where it seems just like super casual, like they're in their house talking to usually someone that it seems like they have like a close personal relationship with. Maybe not that they're like best friends 
friends, but someone that they know in the industry, which again is why it kind of caught me off guard. Like, is she friends with Trisha Paytas? Yeah, I'm sure she is, especially with her interest in TikTok and Trisha's like putting like basically all her focus into TikTok now. But my question is, why do famous people start podcasts? What do you, what do you mean? I mean, like Howie Mandel did it too with his daughter. And I just like- Oh, money and boredom, I think. Okay, boredom. It has to be boredom. Because here's the thing. I think it's like in between projects that it gives them like a consistent thing to still like reach their fans. I don't know if it's just because we put so much work into this podcast, but I'm literally like, you are touring the world. You're pregnant with your second child and you have a podcast with your brother. That's a lot. Props to you, but that's a lot. I mean, and what I've expressed to you is that I think like I'll definitely when we're editing, like we're not cutting a lot out, but like I'll leave more in. Like if we do go on a random tangent sometimes, like I feel I'm more apt to leave it in than you are. I think with most people, the way they view podcasts, they're not cutting anything out. Like unless they said something like egregiously bad that they recognized was bad at the time, which you'll see here that they did not. I think that they aren't really making very many edits. So she probably has a pretty producer slash editor that just like pumps it out for her. Like they just have to show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. Oh, by the way, one more derailment and we're back on the train. I swear, I swear, I, I, I mean it, I mean it. Scout's honor. So we have decided the day we're doing the pod, so we're doing two podcasts a week. Should we, we should just say that really quick, right? I think we we already did that. Yeah, but we didn't say what day. We told them to tell us oh. what day and then, then we decided the day and now we're saying the day. Oh, okay. I th- So it was Mondays and Fridays? I was going to do a whole drum roll thing, but shit, Lily. Yeah, okay, Mondays and Fridays. No, I guess I, I just was actually asking you. I'm like, is that what yes. we decided? <laughs> we don't even okay. know. Yes. Um, yeah. Do you want to re-say it now with more excitement? Uh, no, that's okay. What's done is done. We have decided that we're going to be doing Sorry. two podcast episodes a week, Mondays and Fridays. Thank you for giving your input and stuff. And listen, we've also decided that if we fail at it, we can always go back to once a week, but we're going to try our best. That's true. You know? Honestly, I feel like we could even start sooner and have this just be a two-parter and do Monday, Tuesday We We have been ranting for quite a bit. I know. Okay. Like I said, back to Megan. Okay, so fucking Megan Trainer. For the most part, I feel like Megan Trainer stays pretty unproblematic. Mm -hmm. Like she's pretty like PC across the board and just like happy most of the time. So there's not too much to cancel her for. But... People got super pissed because of this specific part that started circulating from her recent episode with Trisha. And it's them kind of like going off and you can tell that they do just kind of like get heated in the moment and you know what starts the conversation, but it does get like a little weirdly specific and unnecessary. Generally about the American school system and how it's shit, which I think most people can totally... empathize and sympathize with and that's a valid thing to say but then they go like a little further and specifically start tearing down like teachers as i don't think i've seen the whole clip (laughs) so here we'll just watch it yeah no but we're homeschooling our kids same i think everyone should like everyone on tiktok is they're like this is what it's like to have a kid in school in America, I have a bulletproof backpack. I was like, fuck all that. Like uh-uh. that, but also Bullying. kids can be mean. Teachers, I, that, that was my teachers. trauma. Teachers. And, teachers, You dude. know, but then also, yeah, the violence. I mean, I think it's just that thing. It's not even private school. It's just like having them homeschool. And then, We're homeschooling. Yeah, I, I think like that's you know how the it goes. Okay, so yeah. So basically, you just hear Megan Drago like, fuck teachers. Yeah, I, I do have to say like, now watching the whole context of it, or obviously there's more, but like just watching this clip a little bit more extended, super random that she said, fuck teachers. I'm like, that, that was super out of place. That's the thing. It's like, I don't, think that it really represents how Megan Trainer feels towards teachers or educators as a whole or as a profession. I think it's clear that she's kind of just like going along with what Trisha says and is fueled by the just concept of like school shooters and stuff and how fucked up it is to be a student these days. I have actually a pretty strong opinion about this because I have a child in school, in public school. Number one, I have to say, do whatever you feel is best for your kids, obviously, but I do find it a bit jarring when I hear people like Trisha Paytas say they're going to homeschool their kids. That in itself is very dismissive of teachers as a profession. And how hard a curric- an actual curriculum is. Exactly. Like, no, maybe you should trust someone who actually is dedicating their career to this. There are a lot of people here in my town who talk about homeschooling and stuff like that. And they they innately demonize public school systems and be like, this is just, I will never send my kid there. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. And I'm not disagreeing. Like, I'm not going to say that I haven't also feared for my child's life sending him to school. And I don't think that's okay. And I think that things need to be done. But like, my son has special needs. My son's autistic. School has been 
everything for him. It has given him skills in life that I wasn't sure he could ever have. Like, and, and it's literally like a lifesaver. They just did a whole fucking Special Olympics yesterday and he won number one in track slave. I told the teachers when I was sitting there, I'm like, I appreciate you guys so much. And like, whatever we can do to support you in supporting our son, we will do. I hate when people talk about schools in this like general blanket. It's an, it annoys me. I think the problem here is, again, I don't think that Megan Trainer really meant fuck teacher. Like, I think she just was. But what does she mean? Because she said it. That's, I think she's just <laughs> saying things and like letting her mouth. Oh, interesting. Like words come out. But I think there, and she'll address this in her apology where, which I think is sincere. I think that they both are talking about it very generally, but then they go super hyper specific to their own instances of like being allegedly, and we're not even gonna dive into that this part of it, but like abused by teachers or having bad experiences with teachers. That's such a specific and personal reference after being so general about just like the state of the school system. There's a way to comment on the school system without commenting on teachers It was just at all. a very like, irresponsible way to, to frame the entire conversation. Like if you're gonna talk about it, it's an absolute valid conversation to have and there's valid concerns. But the fact that they didn't realize that they were like dismissing one of the already most underpaid and like thankless jobs, which is so underappreciated. And like even for students without special needs, cause like your whole situation opens up an entire other conversation. Think of the kind of socialization that goes on in a school setting that doesn't go on in a homeschool setting that does totally change how a kid is going to develop. Whether it's safe is one part of the conversation, but whether it's like a valuable thing regardless of whether there's some definite flaws like you can't deny the socialization of I think too it's like I've also had like definitely a bunch of negative experiences with teachers where almost in a lot of ways I felt like they were like my bully yeah. in, high, in high school or like throughout middle school there was always that like one teacher who I'm like why are you here to make my life hard like I don't understand what I did to you type of thing I could never even still look at the whole experience of public school as a whole as that because it shaped me in so many ways and prepared me it didn't prepare me for like the real world or anything like that but like social it put me through a lot of things that really did prepare me for a lot of shit. Exactly. And that's what I mean. I'm like, you can attack the academics and the safety and stuff in a whole other conversation, but then you can't discount the positives that school in general does bring, regardless of whether there are other issues at play. You remember that Jake Paul campaign where he was like, basically, fuck teachers, fuck school type of thing? He's like, they didn't teach me how to pay taxes. And it's like, Jake, you could barely form a sentence. That's nobody's fault but your own. They didn't teach me how to get a Lambo. And it's like, I don't know how to get a lamp. Even still, I show up to the car dealership. I'm like, car, please? Like, I don't know what I'm doing either. Okay, but that's not a teacher's fault. Also, I really didn't pay attention in most of my classes and that's nobody's fault but my own. I mean, I think of like my high school feel like it feels like an absolute joke to look back and see how little I attended class and like you could cheat the system I think in a lot of ways. And I think there's also conversations about like standardized testing and I definitely think that there are a lot of uh, things that can be exposed as flaws in <laughs> the American school system for numerous reasons. And maybe one of those things is very specific in instances of like teachers abusing power and stuff, but it does seem like a weird like thing to just kind of throw out there and not dive any deeper or clarify anything. Yeah, again, it literally did not fit. And, and your theory of her just maybe just saying things actually makes more sense. Cause like it doesn't even really fit into what they were talking about or make like a whole lot of impact or sense. And it's like, Megan, we all went to, like I could name a couple of teachers that I could be like, fuck you. Like specifically, I can't even go through and like name any specific teachers that were particularly great, to be honest. Even then I can't go and be like, oh, fuck teachers. Like I can name so many teachers that were absolutely amazing and impacted my life. Like a hundred percent. And I have a lot of fond memories of teachers that were really fucking awesome. And I went to public school in Miami. Okay. Have you ever been to Miami? 
It's a hellhole over there. Like it's literally like our education system is crap. But you know what? They really impacted my life. And honestly, I just, I get why people got mad at this. Totally. Absolutely. And um, it's funny because I was like writing this up in the Google Doc and I'm like, so that's why people are mad, understandably, at Megan Trainer. And then I like paused. I'm like, I think they're probably also mad at Trisha Paytas and Ryan Trainer, but I think uh, most people kind of forgot Ryan was there and Trisha, I, <laughs> people are always mad at her. So yeah, I'm like, I don't yeah. think it's really uh, messing up her day too much. And to my knowledge, she has not addressed it. And instead, actually, I don't know if this is related and I was hoping you could shed some light. Trisha's Twitter was her saying, lemon brownies sound so delicious, right? When life gives you lemons, make damn lemonade, bitch. Stream lemonade by Beyonce out now. Don't be a hater, but if you're gonna be sour, be a lemon. Sponsored by Lemon. Please don't harass random lemons you see on the trees. You don't know which specific one is sponsoring me. Do you know what any of that means? Yeah, I mean, you know Trisha, um, you know? I don't know what the fuck she means. I never know what the fuck she means. With Trisha, I think this is just her like awkward, strange attempt at like satire. I don't, I don't really know ever what's going on in her brain. I guess cause like every time she does get sponsored, people probably attack those sponsors and like, will be like whatever. And then this is just her weird way of, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is, why'd you think I could interpret this? I don't know. I was like, I don't know if any of that's related, but that was um from what I could see, Trisha's uh, quote unquote response, if it, even is that. Megan actually did address it because as I said, she's usually pretty unproblematic. So I feel like she was yeah. like quick to want to restore peace. <laughs> teachers of TikTok and teachers of the world. I recently said F teachers on a podcast and it's not how I feel. I was fired up because we were talking about how sending your kid to school here in America is so horrific and what all of us have to go through but especially teachers is not normal and not okay. I had Trisha Paytas on the podcast and I knew her history with her teachers and I knew my husband's history with his teachers and I was bullied by some teachers so in that moment I got angry and said F teachers F those specific human beings back in the day but I did not mean that to all teachers. I love teachers. I fight for teachers. I think they have the hardest job and they're the most underpaid. They're the most unappreciated when they literally raise all of us. I don't want to make excuses. I'm just so sorry. I'm so sorry to any teachers who I may feel bad. And I will remind myself that my words definitely could have a consequence. And I will be more careful. Love you all so much. I'm so sorry again. Thank you all for helping me. I mean, I think she addressed that well. I think watching the clip back, it doesn't come across as... Megan Trainer has this deep-seated hatred of teachers. I think, again, she was just letting her mouth blare and say things and didn't think about it. Yeah, but I also think it's a mistake that if you know the history of Trisha Paytas with the specific teacher that she's talking about, which again, we don't have to get into because there's a Thought lot it was of interesting she stuff and there's up. a lot of allegations. She should absolutely not have brought that up. There's a lot of speculation on that scenario on whether what Trisha said even happened because a lot of the things that she said, um, if I'm remembering correctly, she said something about a teacher doing something inappropriate and that he was later charged criminally for it. And when people looked up criminal records for this man, not only is he number one dead, so literally cannot talk about it anymore, but number two, there was no criminal charges for anything she was referencing. So people started questioning everything that she was saying about this person and also speaking about a person who was no longer here to kind of defend himself and all that stuff. So I just find it weird that she brought that up because it's like, that's a really touchy situation. Technically, I don't know if that is what she is referring to here. Oh. Or if she's referring to some other history that Trisha has with teachers. No. But it does feel strange that... Yeah, yeah. She shouldn't, if she really wanted to like kind of resonate with people, don't bring up a thing that is super divisive and a bunch of people think that Trisha kind of lied on someone's name and there's a whole bunch of controversy around it. Whether you think that's true or not, if she's your friend, I'm sure you just believe whatever she's saying and that's fine. Like, I respect that. But if you're as like chronically online as it appears Megan is, you would think that maybe she would just, wouldn't you just like steer clear as like a PR tactic? (laughs) Yeah, and I also think that she should have just absolutely like hammered it in of like, I was just like saying things to try to make a podcast interesting. I did not mean that at all. And honestly, like what the fuck was I even on? Because the thing that people got 
like were most upset about was this is a pre-recorded edited podcast where she had a hundred percent opportunity to go back and revise that take that out and she left that in but what I was saying earlier is like I don't feel like and I'm not an avid listener so I could be totally wrong but I doubt that Megan Trainer's editing these podcasts herself she probably didn't even notice that she said it and like didn't even register in her brain and if she's maybe not watching it back. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think it was Megan Trainer being exposed for being this teacher-hating monster, but I think she just maybe needs to like uh, QC her podcast a little better and um, watch her mouth. Yeah, I don't... I don't think she needs, um, what is it, the guillotine. Like, I don't think we need to send her to Guantanamo Bay. No public execution. No, I don't I don't think we're there yet. Um, but I will say, like, I do feel like she was maybe just talking shit to make things interesting, but I was just telling Lily, like, I, I do do that on this podcast. I feel like you do that on this podcast. Like, you do want to just, like, say things that make the podcast interesting and stuff, but it always stems from your opinion. Like, it doesn't stem from nowhere. So I feel like I have a hard time, like, completely disassociating, like, her from her opinion. Yeah, I feel like we've even talked about this before, that, like, sometimes we maybe come across as, like, being super passionate about something that, like, honestly, we yeah. don't really care that much about and that it's more in the moment. Just we're unable to contain our opinion. And I could do that about anything. Like, you can talk to me about anything and I can pretty much have a strong opinion totally. about it in the moment but I'm not gonna like stay up thinking about it exactly like, but it's I'm not gonna not. be like a polarizing opinion like no. if it is kind of like an amplification of something it's not gonna be like that you know I don't know if this is like a very good example but like if uh one person who worked for like USPS or something fucked up my mail and like threw my package I'm not gonna be like fuck postal workers you know what I mean like I feel like that's like too bizarre like I'll be like fuck that guy who literally like stepped on my package and took a shit on it. But like postal workers are great. You know what I mean? Fun fact, I was a substitute teacher for uh, special needs kids for a couple years before oh I started the internet and all that stuff. Yeah, well my brother, so through my brother's school, my, my little brother's autistic. Oh. And through his schooling, I like became friends with like the principal and then I became a substitute later on in life, whatever. Anyway, Ms. I Jessie? got to know a lot of teachers. Uh, no, it was Ms. Vasquez. Thank you very much. Uh, or Miss V, if you were cool with me. But yeah, like I just, I don't know. I, I struggle to generalize all teachers because I've met so many teachers in my life, both my own and also just working in that profession for a little bit. And so, I mean, all of them go into it because they love the kids. There may be like, there's a lot of like contention and like frustration with not getting paid enough and a lot of things. But like the majority, 99% of people do not go into that profession because it's gonna they're gonna be rich or they're gonna be famous yeah. or anything like that for like a superficial reason. They're there because they love it and that's what they wanna do. Well, and especially these days when you see like video examples, especially like TikTok, viral videos of like teachers freaking out on a kid. Again, it, it's not a through line of the same like, oh, all teachers, this stereotype where they all do this and like freak out on their student. No, it's very weird individualized uh, examples of like them reaching a breaking point. Honestly, probably because the school system is super fucked and there's a bunch of other reasons and that they like had a mental break and personally flipped out on the kid, but in no way like is like, Oh, that's a pattern with teachers. I mean, there's shit teachers out there. There's shit teachers out there because there's shit humans out there. In 100%. every pro profession, there's going to be shit people. Like, in literally every category ever. But I just think that, like, as a whole, it is hurtful to say that about a profession. And then to also include it with the rhetoric of, like, I'm going to homeschool my kid. Which, number one, are you qualified, Trisha Paytas? Let's let's ask some questions. After we even said that uh, earlier, I don't know when someone refers to like the act of homeschooling their kid if they are. It's not necessarily that they are saying they personally are going to teach the student. Like most of the time, the it kid. is. But this kind of felt I like got that vibe. <laughs> but can you also like? I just feel like homeschooling parents who are especially vocal about it never acknowledge. And I feel like I'm always talking about privilege on this show, but like the immense privilege that is homeschooling like that you don't have to go to work and you can either homeschool or you do go to work and you can pay someone to homeschool your kids do you understand the privilege of that to talk about it so flippantly like um yeah i'm gonna homeschool because like schools like are you crazy like no i'm not doing that like that's extremely privileged especially in the same conversation as like 
being able to shield your kid from the violence that other kids don't have the privilege of being shielded from. And then, oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like my son, if I were to decide to homeschool him, it would hinder him. Like it would affect him negatively, especially because of his special needs. And I don't get that choice. And of course I have fear. Of course I think about it all the time. And there have been times where like there's been shooting threats around the area in like high schools and stuff where like a student was carrying a weapon and I shit my pants. Like every time I see a fucking message or, you know, because they like alert the whole county and stuff like that. That's really scary to me. But what choice do I have? My, like, what quality of life will my son have if I don't send him to school? He needs to be in school. He needs to be in that classroom. He needs to be with teachers and students who understand him and who can give them that life experience. Acknowledge that that's what you're doing because that's an amazing like position you've been put in life to be able to do but it's not for everyone it shouldn't be for everyone and don't be an asshole about it and I just feel like this is very like out of touch like their opinions so out of touch which is what I think rub people the wrong way because Megan Trainor is this like relatable celebrity and it's like wait a second mm, you're you don't get it's us. funny because like, that's actually, what it feels like until you really just said that first of all I don't think to my knowledge I that w isn't necessarily why people are mad but I think it definitely should be or I think maybe people yeah. don't realize that that is why it is more maddening than it already is. Because it's not her just dismissing teachers. It's also her just like being so casual about like the fact that they do have the ability to kind of like intervene with the hardships that the rest of the world has to go through and aren't even aware enough to realize that that is a privilege. Like they're talking about it like it's just like a normal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe that is, because I did see the main comments that she's getting on TikTok are people being like, teachers deserve respect. Teachers, which like period, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I agree. But I think it's like a broader- Much more surface level, yeah. like don't insult teachers. But I didn't see necessarily people saying as much about the privilege and the aspect of her, them throwing around homeschooling. Like it's just something that everyone should be considering to like save their kid basically. I don't feel like the answer is to not send our kids to fucking school. Like, you know what I mean? And that's I just what don't I'm getting think at. I'm like, I think answer. I'm kind of talking in circles, but I'm like the fact that their instant reaction is to be like, well, take the kid out of school. It's like, well, one, not everyone can do that. And two, you can't just take your kid out of school. That That's going to have quite a few other uh, repercussions afterwards. Again, I don't agree with what she said. I think that maybe it was like bullshit that she was saying it for whatever reason. But I did find the response a bit intense. Like it is everywhere and all her comments are just like being bombarded like teachers 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 te I'm like holy shit it's hard because we've already like talked about it so much on our opinion on the teacher thing and I think she was wrong in saying it and all that stuff but it is a bit much I think it's a bit much I'll say it. I just feel like it's not that deep I to me it doesn't seem again I don't think she's this like teacher hating monster like I don't think yeah I don't think she's like bullying teachers on her free time <laughs> she's like catfishing them and like <laughs> just ruining their fucking lives just emotionally manipulating cheating with like people. their husband no, and I, stuff I think it's like that... okay I, I think she just said something really fucking dumb yeah I was like it was a mistake I think she did more than she needed to probably um Trisha I don't think has said anything besides stuff about lemons and I don't think um her brother has said anything which I don't think anyone has looked for him to but I'm telling you coconuts you know. and barbecue Okay, so that's that. Um, next. <laughs> oh God, I'm not looking forward to this. Are you ready? I feel like it's gonna be one where you're like uh, converted by the end of it, and you're gonna be like, Oh, interesting. <laughs> because it is really, I like. There is a lot here. Mm, all <laughs> so, right. Well, we'll see. Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney. Um, Jesse had absolutely no idea who either of them are, but uh, lies, I'm sure Liza Minnelli. I do know that Cindy, Sydney, Cindy. <laughs> Sydney Sweeney is the one with the Trump family. We talked about her. Her family is MAGA. So I honestly feel bad for Sydney Sweeney for a number of reasons, including that that's why you know her. Everyone refers to her as the Trump yeah, family. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, she can't convert her family. Like, I guess you could disown them, but that's a whole another conversation we're not going to have right now. Listen, I get it. I have some MAGA family people too, and it is devastating. So like, I'm sorry that that's how I know you. Sydney. And also it's like, I'm sure that that's like a very big battle that she has to fight on her own and then like doesn't mean right. you she to be like, yeah, it, she's like, like oh, I fucking know. <laughs> she, by the way, I think is so talented and is exactly why I think it's so sad that people do know her for stuff like that or the fact that she did like a lot of nudity in uh, Euphoria. Like full on? Not like... She was naked a lot in that show. Her boobs are out a lot and she has huge boobs. So it's very much like Ben, Sydney Sweeney, 
boobs has been the association. Okay. And I think her acting definitely gets um, overshadowed by people's conversations about that. But she has done a lot of roles. So she was obviously in Euphoria. Then she was also in White Lotus. She was in, what's it called? Um, Handmaid's Tale. No, she will. Oh, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Hold you up. do know who she is. I feel like now you just said that I remember. Hold on. She's great in all of the roles, by the way. But her in Euphoria as Cassie in the, this last season is some of the best, like, most unhinged behavior I've ever seen acted out. Oh, yeah. She was fucking Nick's wife, right? Rose. Was she not? I honestly haven't seen Handmaid's Tale in so long. I just know she was in it. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay, she wasn't Rose. Uh, I'm so dumb. She was Nick's wife, like, the first one. She was, like, a 15-year-old girl who, like, ended up being with him and then whatever. Anyway, oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't make that connection. There you go. You've probably seen her in, honestly, she's been in, like, a lot in the last five years. Glenn Powell, I think I know probably best from, he was in Screen Queens. Most recently, he was in, and what has kind of brought him into, like, the mainstream is Top Gun, which, honestly, I have not seen and don't care about. But that, I think, gave him, like, movie star status and he also has been in some like random like netflix rom-coms and stuff but copy paste attractive white guy doesn't really break the mold too much but seems nice enough has good chemistry with his co-stars which has proven to be an issue this time people shipped him with zoe deutsch and still do i think because they had some netflix rom-com together <laughs> but he has been well not anymore, but starting in early 2020, he was dating this model named Gigi Paris. So they started dating in early 2020. They were very public about the relationship. He was posting on Instagram. She was going on the Top Gun press tour with him. And apparently she even went to the set of the film Anyone But You, which is the movie that he filmed with Sydney Sweeney. And at the beginning of filming, went to Australia to spend two weeks there on set and spend time with him. But then things took a turn. <laughs> oh God. Because rumors have been swirling for weeks now after the press tour started for this movie where it's like videos and pictures of the two of them together from on set and then doing interviews where, oh my God, just the way they look at each other and even some of the stuff they say, but their body language is just like, you feel like you're not supposed to be watching. That was the vibe I got from Lady Gaga and- um, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, I got that vibe from them. And they were like, we're just actors. I'm like, you guys want to fuck and everyone knows it. And a lot of people have compared it to like Mr. and Mrs. Smith because that was <gasps> like when yes. they got together was when they were filming yes. the movie and the press tour it was like super awkward. More recently, it's gotten like all over Twitter. It's people being like, oh my God, if I was Glenn Powell's girlfriend, like I would be losing my shit right now. And some of the pictures had me losing my shit. It was his girlfriend or his fiance? They were just dating. Oh, okay. But people seem to be leaving out a lot of the time. Sydney Sweeney is engaged and has been since February of 2022. She's been dating the guy since 2018. His name is Jonathan Davino. And um, side note, this is him. We're not going to bully him. What does he look like? He's not. Oh. It's just interesting choice. Kind of looks like Mark Anthony or something. I can see that a little bit. Anyway, so people have been talking about Glenn and Sydney, and mostly in the context of Glenn's girlfriend. I feel like people aren't really bringing up the fact that Sydney has a fiance, but uh, maybe she doesn't anymore because he was just seen um, moving out of their home together. Oh God. Here's a TikTok. And according to the Daily Mail, another one has bitten the dust. Rumored now ex-fiance of Sydney Sweeney, Jonathan Devino, was picked yesterday moving all of his shit out of their house together including one of the dogs very official report it was <laughs> shortly after Gigi Paris made it Instagram official that she was done with Glenn Powell that Jonathan Devino seemed to make moves himself so this is literally like a day after Gigi Paris had gone on Instagram and posted a video of her just like walking and being unbothered. And the caption is, know your worth and on to the next. Ooh. Wait, can I see? Oh, let me see the, the stuff where they're canoodling around. I want to see them. Okay. Getting well, so freaky. before I even click it, I will say that despite now both relationships being like publicly over, they have not come out and been like, we're dating. Like we're in a really, like they are both not. But is it giving Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde? Is it giving Liam Hemsworth, Miley Cyrus filming? Uh, what's it, that fucking thing? The last song. The last song. Like they fell in love filming that movie. I would never, I mean, I'm married, but 
if I were to ever, God forbid, get divorced, would never date an actor because I can't be bothered with that. Well, and I think we've talked about it before that it's like, I, I totally understand how it happens so often. It's this group of people that's taken out of society and put in a bubble somewhere. And then when you're filming like a fucking rom-com, like they're literally like supposed to be making out and like getting close. I think I've already made this comparison, but I've done musical theater like essentially my entire middle school, high school, like life. And I wouldn't even be the romantic character involved with someone, but just being in the production with them, I would fall in love with at least four men while and I was doing like, the production. And yes, three of them were gay. And that was my whole thing in high school. I dated so many gay men, okay? That was not a slay on my behalf. But you know what? It's like, you're just in this like element with them. I don't it's know. Like a, like a summer camp vibe. Yes, it's almost like the same thing kind of with like office crushes or like office wives and office husbands. Like you just see people every single fucking day, let alone if you're required to kiss them as part of your job. And literally like your job is to come across as being in love connected to them yeah that is oh my God. and get this ironically the movie that they're in together is based on the shakespeare play much ado about nothing which the plot i'm not super familiar with shakespearean plays but i guess how it parlays into this movie is when college arch nemesis is nemesis reunite after graduation for a destination wedding they pretend to be a couple for their own personal reasons but through pretending they actually fall in love so that's um kind of funny because that's kind of maybe what happened here is they're acting so that's what they're supposed to be doing but then they fall in love in the process i need to see them canoodling now. okay fine where yes. are they canoodling? i'm sorry i want to see i want to judge their love so uh, this is happening while she's engaged and while he's in a relationship 100 percent. Correct, correct? correct i'm gonna i'm gonna put myself in the position of this being my husband doing this as a single person i could only imagine how i would feel but like this immediately is, i want to kill him it's already <laughs> gonna be hard seeing your significant other with like someone that is innately going to be like a charming hot person like that's no, immediately i want to murder they're him. gonna be likable that's what their job is <laughs> yeah 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 unacceptable already i'm fuming here's a video we'll start with a perfect date would be i don't know i don't know somewhere outside What's your perfect date? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what was really interesting is watching Sydney visit the rugby locker room in Australia, and that's it almost a, turned into an that's episode. Not, that's, of not, that's not. Dave inside jokes. That's not a perfect date. That's not a perfect yeah. date. <laughs> Just giggling at each other. What's so funny? That's already where I'm thinking. Like, if it was nothing. This person says chemistry definition. Look at her just like staring okay, into his eyes. Okay. But um, let me find the thread that this person posted. Here it is. Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney between takes. Yep, something's brewing over there. Also, no way to confirm that that actually is like, this is between takes. Maybe it's actually filming a scene. But that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> here, here, we have some more little close. So here, it's now when we start getting into the touristy stuff because there's an interview where they mentioned the tourism board kind of gave them like free reign to do whatever they could dream of in Australia. And the pictures of them doing the touristy shit together is so coupley. Just them and a giraffe. Not the feeding the giraffe. They have pictures with his family meeting a giraffe. It's like literally it should be his girlfriend, but it's Sydney Sweeney instead. Stop. Oh my God. Yeah, this definitely looks like a couple on vacation. I have to fuck I wanted to kind of think it was all bullshit but here's the next thing it goes always next to each other and in every occasion sus me thinks and they are always sitting next to each other because that's also the thing is when they're filming on location they'll usually like do a lot of stuff as a cast yeah but like that's a great time where it's very easily disguised as like innocent cast bonding, but it's like, ooh, cool. We can be next to each other because we're the stars. No, I think that the family stuff is like really... Goes, and the family bonding day, OML, it's over for them. I believe that's his whole family. Like I'm positive that is his mom and dad. It's like looking at the Instagram tags. So the people on the right are definitely his family and I don't know who the children are related to, but like, what is this photo? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like they're a couple. Yeah, I think that, here's the thing, and I was also saying this to Lily before we filmed, you could easily classify like everything as reaching, but number one, I feel like nowadays more than ever, like with Reddit and shit, I feel like fans are right like nine times out of 10. So if everybody's kind of, oh my God, oh no. During an interview, oh, he dips her during an interview over his knee. Absolutely not. I'd just have to fucking kill my husband if he did that. So absolutely not. But also like, I, I think that there's, a certain level 
capable of reaching right in the beginning. And then when you realize that there's so many pictures, she's always right next to him, especially the, the telling things to me are like in every picture she's next to him. Like every picture, no matter where they are, if they're at a dinner table, if they're at a park, if they're wherever, she's next to him. That's not just hanging with your well, pals. I just find it weird how many pictures that they like went out of their way to take. Like, I mean, obviously maybe someone else was like, get together guys. But it seems like, why are you taking so yeah. many photos together? Like doing things. Here is one more part of the thread where it has pictures from the rap party from the photo booth. And the person was like, release those rap party photo booth pics with just the two of you. I know you guys took it. Yeah, I it's mean. It's always them and another person. It feels like it's their wedding and people are just like popping into like, which again, they're the stars in the movie. I get it. Like maybe it is a reach. I don't know. I think it has to be hard being, I don't know, like a spouse or in a relationship with someone who's not even just an actor. In like rom-coms No, I think anything like, famous in general, because even if you're a fucking basketball player, just the exposure you get to people. Obviously like, if you date someone who's an asshole, they're going to cheat on you whether they work in an office or they're famous or whatever. But like an actor specifically when it's like, it's your job, like we said, to like kiss someone or like pretend you're having sex with someone or something like that. Because like as humans, don't we just have connections with that stuff? Like you want to actually be connected to someone. And I think when you think of the... Again, I think Sydney Sweeney and Len Powell, for that matter, are both very talented actors. So I don't know how deep this movie is going to be, but I, I'm guessing not too deep. And the fact that those kind of movies are literally based on the fact that there is a chemistry between the two people. Like, that's literally what's driving the entire movie. It's not this, like, really intricate plot line. That it's like, those are serious actors doing, like, serious art. It feels like it's easier to dismiss this as being like, look at them in love because no one is like, no one takes them seriously. Seriously. They're young and hot in a rom-com and immediately assigns even more blame on top of it. I don't know. I, I think my gut's telling me that those pictures of them in the ocean are absolutely part of the movie. Like, I think that that is not in between takes. I think that they would not take a picture that like every other picture is just them you could kind of sense the chemistry as like a viewer but that is like blatant cheating if that's what that was so I think that that's not in between takes I think that's part of the movie and that's like they used to do that too to Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus when they were filming the last song they would take pictures of them and be like oh they're dating and stuff which they low-key were but like we didn't know that at the time you know what I mean and they were just taking like clips and stuff of the actual movie side note which gives me uh, don't worry darling vibes Instagram following and commenting people say that G Paris unfollowed Sydney Sweeney and I think that's when rumors really like heated up mm -hmm. because that was confirmation and I was like well how do you know that Gigi Paris followed Sydney to begin with like what if she never was but apparently people found that when Sydney first posted like the casting news Gigi had commented on that post like party emojis so you would assume she oh, was gotcha. probably following her and like shouldn't seek it out and not follow you know she also though is now no longer following Glenn Powell so <laughs> that I would say is confirmation. But back to people's responses. Someone says, Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell are not having an affair because two people who are secretly sleeping together would stand a hundred feet apart and struggle to make eye contact, not gush over each other with the, their faces two inches apart on national television. Basically saying they're being too odd, like they aren't really having at least an admitted outside of work affair. Maybe they're enjoying the fact that they get to be romantic in the movie, but like it's not actually anything and people are misinterpreting it and that they would be more awkward and distant if they really were having some kind of ah, off-camera thing. No, bullshit. It's easy to look back at a million examples, but just take Ned from Try Guys, where now you can look back and see a million signs when you actually saw it. Like when you have chemistry with someone, as much as you may try to find that you have that chemistry with someone and that's what this is like I don't think they're even being other than the ocean pictures I don't even think they're being blatantly quote-unquote obvious about it I think that it's just easy to sense the chemistry because they probably actually have that chemistry this I thought was interesting though because then someone agreed and used a picture of Angelina and Brad being like kind of awkwardly oh, standing apart interesting as an example but then people were like counter argument <laughs> and showed the Amy Robach, I don't remember what his name is, the news anchors that it oh, came out that they were right, having an affair. Right, right. That yeah. it's like, no, they were like, definitely like, oh no, we're besties. Not trying to be awkward at all. And then someone said, oh, you mean kind of like, and posted these pictures of Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon that are the most uncomfortable things ever. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I know, I, I know. Hold I took the fucking phone. No, 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 no. You think that Ashton Kutcher's 
cheating on Mila Kunis with Reese Witherspoon? I don't really feel one way or another, but I thought that was such a, oh my Okay, God. if you've even seen a trailer, no. First of all, straight to jail, all you fuckers who believe that. I am a huge Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis fan that fuck off with that. That is so fucking ridiculous. If you've seen the trailer of that movie, they have zero chemistry. That's why they're standing like that. They actually have zero chemistry. No, I, I appreciate your response because honestly, I didn't really feel any which way about it, but um, I would like it not to be true because I no, like all no, of them no, separately. No. Mila Kunis is that bitch. Like she is that bitch and I love her so much. Oh my God. Anyway, that's not the case. Move on. Thank Back you. to the fact that I feel like people, one, don't even mention the fact that Sydney Sweeney is engaged and that that could be an aspect of why they're also maybe not having an affair. It's like no one even questions whether Sydney Sweeney would yeah. cheat. It's whether Glenn is cheating. And on top of that, there's been kind of a sexist response because people seeing like that there even is a potential cheating scandal going on. The initial response has been like, real Hollywood is back. As if it's like a positive thing. And it's like, oh, you just have to get off Twitter, Lily. <laughs> that's Twitter behavior. Like, what does what even what does that even mean? Well, it has 5.1 million views, so that's why I included it. I don't really fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I did have one one more thing that made me laugh, and I don't even remember what it was. Oh, I knew that you would bring up the Sydney Sweeney MAGA family situation, so I saw this and thought you would appreciate it. I don't know about you, but I feel like this is like not only do we go for the hard R, which is really really fun, but it's also like. When was the last time you saw like a hard R? So there's a few things happening here. He is he very much uh, misusing the hard R term. Hard R? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, wait a he's second. He's referring to the fact that the movie is rated R. Well, that's not what the hard R means, my friend. Exactly. Holy so, hell. But then this is also just a taken out of context clip and it's captioned, Sydney Sweeney and husband interviewed after being stopped by Capitol Police January 6th. <gasps> Stop. Oh my god. I don't know about you, but I feel like this is like, not only do we go for the hard R, which is really, really fun, but it's also like, when was the last time you saw like a hard <laughs> it's R? just so like, oh, he, he was so wrong and then they made it so much worse and it's just, oh, it was a... That's awful, but that's not even what I was focusing on. I was focusing on her, her eyes go from his eyes to his mouth. Literally, that's the thing. It's like very telling. People say like the shots, whether they were in between scenes or whether they're filming, it's always going to be like up for debate. But all these interviews, you're like, ooh, can't deny that chemistry and them just being in love with each other. Which brings me back to maybe they haven't acted on like maybe they aren't having mm -hmm. an affair and they but that doesn't mean mm -hmm. they aren't like enjoying the fact that they have a loophole to have an affair, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I had mentioned earlier um, how people are obsessed with him and Zoe Deutsch. This is a clip from the movie they had together that everyone always. I have it! I have it! No, wait, what's up? Stop, stop, just count it. Count it. No, 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 I have 33, which is one more than you did, even after you stole my red M&Ms. So guess what? Fine. You have been mother trucking served. It's true. I want so this brings me back to, these are the people they're hiring to star in rom-coms. Their job is to be charming and attractive and like personable. So the fact that a bunch of them are gonna all get along and wanna hook up not is not surprising. surprising to me whatsoever. And I think this is giving slight, like we need to go touch grass vibes. Like, come on. What the yeah. But I, I do see the Sydney Sweeney like controversy, but. Well, and that it it's that, also I mean, seems to be a pattern of like people like loving him with his co-stars and like not understanding that it's acting. So who knows if he's ever been doing stuff behind the scenes or if he literally is just like doing his job and he happens to have really good chemistry with these people that are all supposed to have good chemistry with him like you can't get mad at them for doing their job but it does seem like in this situation maybe there could have been like i think the significant others had valid reasons for being insecure <laughs> uh yeah 100 percent. i would never be able to date an actor who does rom-coms so yeah and yeah, I mean, again, I think we um, can't really deny that they have chemistry. I think that that's kind of the point. But um, again, I don't even think they have half the chemistry that Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper had. And he's married. And they said that basically people were 
crazy for thinking like they're like that's what we're doing we're actors we're giving you the show that you want essentially and I, I have a hard time as like a normie that's not an actor understanding that logic of how you cannot catch feelings when you're showing that much chemistry even off camera but apparently it happens so yes they did break up with their significant others allegedly but like maybe they are not in love maybe they just have chemistry because of the movie uh, who knows if that was the like them having some kind of off-camera affair could have not had anything to do with their breakups that could have just been happening anyway honestly at the end of the day unless they start dating i don't think we'll ever know and even if they started dating they would never admit they were like hooking up beforehand i don't think they're gonna announce that they're together though they're both like literally at the beginning of they both already have blown up and i think they're both gonna continue to and i think this mostly sucks for sydney sweeney that she's just getting tied to another headline of being like a home rocker basically now i don't know just from what i've seen like i again i could sense the chemistry i get it I just don't I just don't get how people care that they much. They haven't done anything illicitly wrong. They also should not go to Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, no, no I don't think no. so. No guillotine for them. No <laughs> guillotine for them. Not that serious. Um yeah, well fun. <laughs> fun um, venture. Yeah. Also, I was going to say, so I know I mentioned Jacqueline Hill in the beginning, but if we want to stick to this two episodes a week thing, we can't be making them four hours long for us to edit. So I think we'll save Jacqueline Hill for Friday's episode, if it's still a relevant thing. Um, well, but yeah. also, I feel like one of the things we discussed is that doing two a week allows us maybe some flexibility in some of the episodes to not I mean we're not usually very topical by the time we get our episodes up but like I think if one of them is more topical and then the other one kind of is a more evergreen or like discussion based thing rather than like focusing on just one event that happened I think that that's fine yeah 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 for sure yeah so we're gonna get in the groove of it figure it figure our shit out but I think that's it for today's episode uh let us know what you guys think as always if you made it to the end god bless you I don't know how you do it but you do it other than that subscribe if you haven't we're on all the podcasts stuff you know if you want to listen to us instead of watching us and yeah we will see you on friday that sounds weird right, to say yeah. but yeah i guess this we will for the first time oh my god for the first time all right guys let's see how this goes Cross your fingers love you <laughs> <laughs> bye